The Hillbilly Records podcast is sponsored by Pow Entertainment's favorite attorney, the law office of Christopher Hoff. For your family law issues such as divorce, child custody and visitation, support and adoption, contact Chris at 815-355-8194 or through his website, hofflegal.com. The Hillbilly Records podcast is sponsored by Michael Bear Photography. You can count on Pow Entertainment's very own photographer to capture your special moment or event. Find Mike on Facebook at Michael Bear Photography. A special thank you to Fonzie and the Dago Tees for use of their song, King of the Hill, as the Hillbilly Records theme song. everybody to the hillbilly records podcast and i'm telling you we are closing in on russell rage 21 faster than anything else ain't that right record we sure are it's right around the corner it feels like yesterday we were preparing for for rage 20 and now we're at 21 so (laughs) it's just it's happening so fast and tickets are selling even faster for it right now Uh, they're moving good uh we've had a busy uh busy week matter of fact uh, we just kind of uh Married off one of our pal family. Uh, yeah. You know, one of our uh, people that uh, definitely helps behind the scenes right now. We was at a wedding last night, so uh, pal had a pretty good time. Yeah, it was great. I had, a, I had a fun time. Uh, someone showed up with a whole rotisserie chicken. I'm not going to name any names or anything. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, that was a pretty fun, exciting, uh, wedding to be at yesterday. It was. So congratulations to both of them. Welcome to the family. Uh, and, uh, it was definitely uh, something else. Now, speaking of something else, uh, we have managed to get ourselves a guest on here that, uh, is definitely a character of his own. The one and only Midwest champion. Yeah, that's true. Hello, gentlemen. Good to uh, be here and thanks for having me. That's it. I mean, now, uh, Macabre, uh, you have been terrorizing the fans and uh, the pal roster with your antics. What made you even want to come into pro wrestling? Well, you know, as any young boy with a turbulent past uh, happens to enjoy, you know, you, you like the, the anarchy, you like the violence of it, you like the showmanship, and it's an easy way for a... Uh, angry young man to get over in life you know uh i remember watching a lot when i was a kid and being really into it and i kind of went through waves mm. of watching wrestling you know uh i never really had a lot of people around me that were actually into it so i was kind of like not a dirty secret thing but it right. was like you know it's it's, <laughs> it's hard to embrace yourself when everyone else is not on the same side you know right. so it's like who am i going to talk to about this kind of stuff right. yeah and you know i i came and i went through being a fan of wrestling as i always a fan you know is ended up trying to shoot weird wrestling moves on friends and stuff like that and <laughs> i remember uh my first apartment i ever got we got these things that are called foof chairs or love sacks. It's right. just a giant like bean bag, bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. bean bag full of memory foam. It was, you know, at the time, whatever, how many years ago this was. I'm not dating myself. Uh, <laughs> that was a real impressive thing to have in your apartment. But uh, my buddy, uh, he came over, and first thing I did was hit him in the gut and hit him with a uh, inverted suplex over the thing. So it was, uh, so yeah, no, it was, it was always sad. there, you know, anytime any kind of bar scuffle or anything like that, you know, look for the guy doing weird takedowns and like, yeah. Uh, so I had friends uh, at the time, we were talking, you know, five, six, seven, whatever, how many years ago now, they had started telling me about these indie shows right in town in Fox Lake there. And, I was like, well, that's awesome. You know, finally, you know, some people that are taking an interest in something that I might like. So I went and checked it out. Turns out it's POW Entertainment. Cool. All right. And this is going back enough now to where, you know, I'm watching like Meat Hooks and Trog are a team, a weird team. Oh, my goodness. That's right. They were two tons of fun. Yeah, Yeah, they were. So that's entertaining. You know, I'm a big fella. I like seeing some big fat bodies slapping around and, you know, doing (laughs) stuff. Some meat slapping. Yeah. You know, uh, it was interesting stuff, and I uh, would go to these shows. You know, every time they came around, we'd load up and we'd head out to these shows, and we'd have a pretty good time watching them. And do you, do you remember your first pow show? Um, my first pow show. 
it kind of all blurred together for me because I was with some like weird people at the time. So <laughs> less said, better about all that. But um, yeah, I can remember having a blast, you know, because it was different. It was the only time I'd ever been to wrestling was like, let's go back to 1996. Right. And, you know, I'm a kid going to Raw or whatever. And, yeah. you know, that's a different mm-hmm. atmosphere. It's a different experience entirely. And being 10 feet away from these guys that are like clearly knocking each other's teeth loose, (laughs) you know, it's like for better or for worse. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was just a great time. You know, you feel so much more involved with it and it's more intimate in that way. And I was, you know, I started talking and getting excited about wrestling again. It was a good feeling, you know, brought me back to a time that like things didn't suck all the time. So definitely, it's definitely like a release of some sort. Oh yeah, definitely. Absolutely. You got to love it or you're going to hate it. You know, that's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. But I start talking to my friends about it and you know, I'm kind of like jazzed up again and my buddy's girlfriend, she's like, Oh, you should totally do it. Mm -hmm. And came up with all these weird ideas for me to do it. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I, you know, I'd love to, that'd be awesome. Me, I (laughs) All right, I will date myself. I was about 34 at the time, 33, 34, and I was uh, like, you know, I've already wasted my life. I'm not going to be able to do this, you know? Like, I'm getting too old for this. But then, you know, I'm paying attention, and I'm looking at some of these guys, and I'm like, man, not yeah. a ton of spring chickens in this, you know? No. It's like, I think, <laughs> I have no regard for my well-being as it is, you know? It's it's the practicality <laughs> of life that's like, oh, I got work, I got this bullshit, I got this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. And... It all just kind of came to a head one night. I had uh, it was a nice night, so I took my motorcycle up to the show in Fox Lake, okay. and lo and behold, me and Meat Hooks actually have nearly identical motorcycles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we started talking to each other <laughs> yeah. after the show. I'm like, look at this guy. I'm like, all right, how do I approach this guy? Because like, I don't, you know, there's still a, a separation right. there. It was me as a fan and him, you know, being this, you know, well, working, yes, bulking. Right. Uh, you know, you don't, you didn't want to come up to him looking like a mark or yeah, anything. right. I don't want to. Hi, sir. How are you? <laughs> uh, you know, so you know, we're just kind of acknowledging each other's bikes and stuff, and you know, talking about this, that, and the other thing. The conversation leads around to me, like, how did you even get involved? With, how do you start with this? Right. And he's like, oh, I talked to that guy, and he points over to Jimmy Blaze, mm-hmm. and that was really the long and short of how it was pretty much that simple. I went and uh, hooks. Introduced me to Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Jimmy was uh, a little standoffish, you know. I'm sure as you know, one should be with a the guy looking like you. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> sure. There's, there's well, the way I look first, and then like, I'm sure I'm not the only person that comes up to him and talks about, you know, oh, I'm going to be, be a wrestler. yeah, I'm going to yeah. be a superstar, you know, type thing. And uh, I kept it, you know, real, you know, uh, real baseline. You know, I just talking to him like a person as one should, and. Uh, he told me the, the runaround and how to get involved with it, and then I like was dumb and waited like six months, and then eventually I was <laughs> hit him back up, and I'm like, hey, I, is there still room for me? Like, I'd, I'd love to come, and uh, yes. that's where my training started. Uh, yeah. uh, and definitely, there's always you know room open, and yeah. uh, since you have uh, been in, uh, you have definitely uh, made a name to yourself. You have captured the uh, Midwest uh, title. That's got a lot of history behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so forth. Now, did you think, you know, uh, short time in your career here that you have, would have already, you know, snagged yourself a title? I think life is really about opportunity and timing. Mm-hmm. Um, when the timing's right, know your opportunity and be ready to take it. I got linked up with some really good mentors. I really mm-hmm. got to learn. I got to tag along with a great uh wrestler you know kizile's been my partner since i started and you know he kid's sick and i love it you know it's like (laughs) it's hard for me to find you know someone on your someone to link up with you know like we don't care about each other at all but Uh that's why we work right you know it's we have our own kind of anarchy that works Mm -hmm. together and you know two storms coming together like that it's, it's great so i got to learn a lot along the way and I like to be observant. You know, I like to watch. Well, that's not working for that person mm-hmm. against this specific person. I have to fight that specific person. I'm not going to do that. Right. So it's it's been a lot about learning mm-hmm. and about uh, self discovery and what I'm capable of. And certain things come to a head, and I got that opportunity to snag that belt. And uh, yeah, and 
you're and actually you did it like two at once. You eliminated uh, Jim and Eric at the same time. Yeah. So let's go go back into that. So you have I was the f- like the fifth one out, right? Okay. So like there was like now remember now the four now there's the four of you, right? Uh-huh. So play play back what you're going through. When it's the final four in that that battle royal right there, I got to preface that with me like I'm an entirely different person once I'm in the ring. Once I have done my ritual, I have my war paint on. That's macabre. Right now, right. you're getting Tom the man. You're getting Tommy macabre right. shades. Right. So in that match, again, me because I are both in there. Right. We're not paying attention to each other. We just know we got to do. We got to do shit, right? (laughs) So we're doing it. And next thing I know, it's coming down. It's me. And I got these old goats beating me up in the corner. Now, for anybody that has been involved with Jimmy and Eric at any point, I really, truly believe they are father figures. Yeah. No, yeah. I I can say that. I was with them for a short period of time, and I felt that way teaming up with them. So, yeah. Exactly. So, So in the right time and place having those father figures is great here's the thing about me i hate my father (laughs) (laughs) so i've had some real good slobber knockers with jimmy with eric with jimmy and eric right i can tap into that kind of anger right and put that face onto those guys (laughs) and that's where i can get my strength from now i have both of them coming at me at the same time right that's straight defense mode baby i don't even think i was an aggressor in that one i was defending (laughs) myself and if they want to talk about it you know where to get me uh so yeah they're over there they're working me over and you know they're trying to give me the old double heave ho and Really, only thing I got left that's in like great working condition is my hips. So I knocked those melons together like there was nothing. Got down, boom, <laughs> piled them out. Here's your winner, baby. That's it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was it everything you dreamed? <laughs> yeah. well. well, obviously, it has a lot, you know, uh, uh, a lot of history to it. And Kazile, former midwest champion was mm. first one to congratulate you and raise your hand so that does tell you uh even though he kind of got screwed out of that title when he was going trying to get get it back and then you come out with it but it shows the camaraderie that you guys have got absolutely that he right. was still happy for you and uh, like you said absolutely because uh, you know, he knows <laughs> that's an opportunity for him as well yeah when he was carrying around the title that was fine by me. Right. As long as it's one of us, it's going to get us indoors somewhere. Yeah. Right. And you know, mm-hmm. cockroaches come in packs. You know, <laughs> that's how people are going to refer to us. That's what you're going to get. What, uh, one of your big influencers that you said uh, you was watching wrestling when you were growing up and all that. Who was a big influence that uh, you liked to watch? Um, you know, it's it's weird in, in my life. Like, I always kind of lean towards bad guys, whether mm-hmm. it was, like, Ninja Turtles or, you know, Transformers or whatever. Like, I just thought the bad guys were always right. the coolest looking, you know? So it was mm-hmm. like, I was really into, like, Bam Bam. Okay. And, you know, uh, like, Vader and stuff like that. And, uh, like, all the big guys. Like, even to a point, I, I really like Big Boss Man when I was a kid. Somewhere in a Florida beach, there's my Big Boss Man uh-huh. action figure buried in the sand <laughs> i don't know why I, I mean i know why because you know there's creepy my entire life so i'm burying my wrestlers but i couldn't find them before we left and uh oh no guys like that and then you know we're talking like next generation type of stuff we're getting to like mick foley yeah mick right. foley is a, a beautiful man to me i think he's mm-hmm. uh you know uh, spiritually he's he's a very well connected person and uh what a great character he had in mankind for me at that time when like that was one of the times where right. kids were like every kid was into wrestling yeah mm-hmm. boys girls parents were even getting into it again during you know i mean some people mm-hmm. want to hate on that era but well, let's be honest it was it, it was, was like the last real good, big man. kicker yeah. of it was wrestling a great era, you know, it might have it might have killed wrestling but what a way to go i mean Come on. <laughs> um, so, you know, Mankind comes out and he's like, you know, this kind of lilting, sad, but beautiful music playing and he's pulling his hair out. And, you know, he, wants, he just wants people to know what a good kisser he is. You know, like a weird, creepy little chubby kid. Right. Me, I'm like, yeah, he gets it. He gets me, man. That, that, yeah. That's me. Will you be my dad? Like, you know, so, yeah, I've had, you know, some of the... Uh, it's always the big guys too, you know. Yeah. Like I, 
I remember when I started, Jimmy was like, wow, we got our Bam Bam. I was like, and that day I was like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, you're definitely coming along. Now, is there anyone that you're watching on TV today that catches your eyes? I got to be honest with you, man. No matter, like, I have a hard time watching wrestling now. It's uh, when the guys get together and want to watch it, I will watch it and I'll enjoy it. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't pay attention to it. I like the roots of wrestling a lot. I'm instead of looking forward, I'm trying to go way back to where it all was coming from. You know, I Mm -hmm. think there's a lot to be stories and so forth. Exactly, a lifetime of information exists before me, (laughs) so I'm not paying too much attention ahead okay i think i can learn a lot from you know the ones that came before all of us and the ones that actually created yeah i mean made wrestling way you you got away for all of us we all pull something from someone back that we idolize absolutely absolutely uh, (laughs) now you know as things are moving along for you moving along for you what gave you the idea now i understand you know pow is fan you know family friendly uh we want the kids to have a good time but when you come out instead of giving high fives you're giving bugs to kids yeah. <laughs> what, and, there's another and, preface i want to put in here macabre is absolutely for the children okay <laughs> i love the children i'd be you know no one wants to look at it in the way that like i actually thought ahead of time and to bring things for them yeah. you want to nitpick on what i brought <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, it's uh, we have it clearly on tape. You're scaring poor kids. You're thinking like, yeah, candy. And then all of a sudden, this poor kid, like, ah! <laughs> you know? How they're going to react? I mean, I don't know. Maybe the kid has a peanut allergy, and I brought Reese's Cups. You know, now I'm a monster again. I don't think it matters what I do. However, I'm so glad you brought this all up. Oh, no. Yeah. Here, we're going to do a Hillbilly Records first here, if I can get it out of my Oh, pocket. no. We got cockroaches up in here. Uh, what we got? I got no roaches. That's <laughs> disgusting. I brought crickets and mule ones. Uh, these are freshly harvested off the macabre ranch. Oh, my God. Yeah, and we're going to... Yeah, how many people bring uh, you guys the treats? That's okay. definitely... Uh, Actually, the that's last definitely time, it. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the last time that someone brought something here was Bad Aubrey Cartel. And, and what they, what they, they ended bring. up getting people drunk. See, now that oh, is <laughs> reprehensible to me. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. But I will but, gladly take the offering that the earth has given me, though. Have at it. I'll, um, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not. I never I, dine alone. I mean, uh, Sunday is a day of rest, but it's also a day of communion, and this is what I have brought. Hey, hey wait a minute. I'm, I'm going to tell you now, and this is, this is a fact, and I've got witnesses to prove this. I had a neighbor one time mm-hmm. that uh, actually ate dandelions out of her yard because they're supposed to be good cancer things, sure, right? Sure, yeah. I swear to God. Being the neighborly guy that I am, she says, you want to try this? I'm like, sure. I was sick for a week and a half. Come on now. I couldn't hold nothing down for at least a week. So I don't know when to... <laughs> My little macabre at, at home, she eats things off the ground all the time. They're called ground snacks. She eats so much of them that there's an, there's an actual... Phrase for it. There's, for it. Yeah, no, there's a, there's an actual phrase for what the things are that she eats off the ground. They're called ground snacks. So, so I guess you guys don't believe in the five second rule if you drop it. No, no, no. What no. is time? Time is a construct made by man. Okay, <laughs> what's going to happen is going to happen. So I, I mean, I promise you not to be producer sick. If she, if she would like to. Producer, would you like any? Uh, yeah. I'm putting no, these up to the no, microphone. No, so okay. we don't <laughs> I want oh chicken. God. I want liver. Come on. <laughs> Look, th- besides the cricket, I'll eat a cricket. I'll eat the biggest cricket in there if you guys will eat a meal one. I'll eat a cricket with you. He'll, okay, just eat right. one for me. Come on. Don't be shy. Come on. If we're doing it, you got to do it. It's this straight is, protein. This is oh. this is podcast uh, history right now. Fear factor and going we, on right now. And we do have camera. Oh, my God. Look, at th- they caught this one after Thanksgiving. Look at that guy. Look. Oh. oh, we nailed that one. I can't. I'm sorry. Oh, the leg just broke right off. Yeah, I, I, I will warn you. They are dry. They, there's really no way of uh, keeping a juicy one around unless you want them hopping all over the room. And I figured I'd spare that for you. All right, come no, on, Nick. No, no, dude. Come on, no, Nick. No, dude. No. Come on, crickets. I ate, dude, I ate. Oh God, I ate a damn dandelion and I got sick for. Oh, Don't be scared. I take care of all this. All right. 
I'll, I'll pr- okay, okay. No. Let me let me spice it for you. Okay. Just like I I didn't drink when the cartel were here. Okay, I won't force someone to do what they don't want. This is our communion today. Right. I mean, so the crickets, I, I'll have okay. you know, are salt and vinegar because hey, flavor comes first in life. Salt and vinegar. Uh huh. And then our mealworms are actually barbecue flavored. So if you wanted to dabble on one of those, I'll go right for it. You. You so wait a minute, you got them these. actually dipped in. A, a uh, he's got a handful. Uh, yeah, I got. I'm gonna I show you. The There's one. nothing wrong with these. I'm not saying there is, but... You know, it would be disgusting though. I was getting it in my gums on one of these. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, All cheers, right, there brother. Go. Here we go. Uh, ready? Well, there we go. Uh, I... Get in the microphone. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Here we go. Yep. Yep. Like sunflower seeds. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Come on, you yeah. Like, you like, like a sunflower seed. seed. Yeah. Ain't no different. Yeah. <laughs> like a sunflower seed. Just a little dry. That's all. <laughs> All right, well, I do yeah. want it in the books that I did come bearing gifts. Yes, you did. And we even have it on film. Matter of fact, yeah, that's good protein, too. Mm-hmm. Well, not denying it. I mean, there's a proven factor. Proteins and, like, maybe if, uh, you know. People I'm have survived for thousands of years on this. If I see crickets hopping around and I know that's my meal, then, yeah, I'll go ahead and eat them. <laughs> this was, if people look at me, they think, like, obviously not a picky eater, of course. But I like to be prepared for when the end time comes because I know for a fact it's coming. And it's going to take everyone by surprise. Oh, yeah. We're and pretty much I've already food. decided which neighbors I'm eating. So it's. <laughs> neighbors you're eating? Like I said, be ready for your opportunity. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And speaking about opportunity, we're going to take this opportunity right now to take a quick break and to let our sponsors know that we're thinking of them. And when we get back, I'm pretty sure Wrecker has got some questions for McCall. Oh, and I got some answers. Fans, we know that sometimes life can throw some curveballs. If you're in need of family law advice, talk to Pow Entertainment's favorite attorney, the law office of Christopher Hoff. If you are looking to capture that special moment or event, look no further than Pow Entertainment's very own photographer, Mike Baer. Find him on Facebook at Michael Bear Photography. Welcome back, everyone, to the Hillbilly Records podcast, and uh, we're kind of took a break for our sponsors while I kind of gained my composure after I just seen uh, Mr. McCobb uh, dine on some uh, fine crickets and whatever else he's got in his little bowl there, along with Train Record. Train Record's a bigger sport than I am. So. Kudos to Record. He, he, he took it on the chin. Yes, he did. <laughs> so, Record, what... Questions do we have lined up today? All right, we're going to do the three rapid wrecking questions oh, with Macabre here. All right. You know me, I'm a slow mover, but let's do it. <laughs> What's your favorite cereal or breakfast item? Uh, well, there's two different things. Favorite cereal is going to be Frankenberry, of course, Creep. Oh, and yeah. then uh, favorite breakfast item, I mean, what I eat all the time is Spam eggs and rice. All right. I had a, a lot of one. Filipino friends in my life, so they kind of stopped. <laughs> What uh, fast food restaurant were you hitting up after a show? Like, what's your favorite spot to go to? If I absolutely have to, the only thing that doesn't make me horrendously ill, by irony alone, is Taco Bell. (laughs) That's the only thing that doesn't make me sick. I don't know why. 
Now, when you go to McDonald's, are you getting egg burritos or are you getting uh, sausage egg McMuffins? You know, you son of a bitch, we had a great <laughs> chance to not get in there. As soon as I heard the McDonald's, uh-huh. I knew where this was going. I had a feeling we were going. All right. uh, haven't had an egg burrito since that day, no. Um, I've heard you made reference to this on the podcast. If you guys don't know the story, go back and listen to the other episodes. Um, you'll catch the story because everyone wants to laugh at me for being a good guy. Well, that shit stopped, didn't it? Now I'm the biggest prick around. And maybe that had something to do with it. Oh, my God. That was the... Uh... I'm turning purple in the front seat of a goddamn minivan with all my friends surrounding me, laughing at me, enjoying the things that I purchased for them. Unbelievable. Oh my god! Actually, that, that was on a couple podcasts. It was on yeah, the, Kyle, the, yeah, because uh, I in the Braille cut. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. That's fine. We're not going to hammer this one again. I, I, Next question. Is there another question? <laughs> well, that's it. That's oh it my god! The, the yeah, that questions. is it. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Let's see again. Everyone laughing at me and my misfortune. Okay. Go ahead. Talk talk about what you were going through uh, that time while we're all laughing. It's quite simple. <laughs> I buy a sack of burritos. This is my first trip out with the boys. Right, new to new to the wrestling experience. I want to I want to bring forth again. Like I bring, you know, I come offering a, a, a good gesture. Uh, you know, so I buy everybody these breakfast burritos and I make sure every person. In the van, all 19 of us, how many there were at the time, whatever, make sure everybody has their burritos. And, and where I come from, if you are providing food, you are the last to eat. Everyone is served before you. Again, what an ass I am, right? Okay. So everyone's got their stuff. Everyone's happy. We're tugging along. I take one bite out of this goddamn burrito. And I don't know what happened. I inhaled or immediately choking to death. Like <laughs> that wheezing kind of like yeah. I you know air's going out but it ain't coming in. Uh, oh no! And this is going on for a while. It seems like an eternity for me because I'm the one dying. And I just you know everyone's having a great time laughing about it. <laughs> so you ask yourself the next time you see me do something prickish at a wrestling show. <laughs> That's why. Why does he act like that? <laughs> why? Because the people that are supposed to be your friends are the ones laughing the hardest. As I'm kicking it off, and I'm hovering above the rim of death. And I don't mind I dying, driving. per se. I, mind. I was crying so hard. Yeah, this guy's going to crash the damn car. I wish you would have. Wish you would have. Wish you'd take us all. Take us all. all right. You plead your case at the pearly gates and see who looks like a bad guy. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. It's not even so much I, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I fear the notion of death. Is I'm gonna die with shitty McDonald's in my lungs. Like that's the way I'm gonna go. I mean, sure, it probably makes sense. It probably makes sense. Oh man, so good. I'm glad we could have that fun. Thanks for having me. Unreal. No more bugs for us. I yeah, no, eat right. the damn bug. I want to see you eat the bug now. We had to talk about McDonald's. I want to. Okay, fine. Fine. I'm gonna put the bugs away. The bugs are mine. Uh, oh my goodness! Anywho, now, uh, is there any pet peeves in uh, wrestling that you see nowadays that just like you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, uh, when your boys are laughing at you, well, <laughs> I, well, I'm, I'm ready to move past that when you are. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the high road on this one. Uh, are you talking about personally at, uh, at well, some like of our shows, if, or if, say if you're just observing a match like you normally do, you know, like you said earlier. And that you just see something like, you know, God damn, that just, that looked weak, that looked uh, stupid. Why did they do that? Um, (laughs) Well, people that are quote-unquote marks for themselves, Mm -hmm. that want to squeeze every move in their library into a single match is kind of annoying Mm -hmm. to me. Uh, Microphone hogs, I like people getting their point across. I like people being short and sweet, being impactful, Uh, you know. I haven't seen a lot of it, but I have seen, you know, kiss asses coming through and really trying to right. uh, rub up on Jimmy's rhubarb, you know, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's, that's embarrassing as shit. I don't know how you can even live with yourself. Um, you know, bring your product right. and bring your confidence right. and let your work show that you deserve to be in a place. Right. Don't be kissing ass. You know, that's the kind of thing. Um, other than that, dramatics, man. I'm not a very emotional person. You can get to my emotions, but it's a long yeah. road. 
but like, god damn, this ain't this this ain't the the high school cafeteria. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, Keep it in the car. Go cry out in the parking lot. Yeah. I don't want you know. That's true. Uh, usually in the locker room, you are kind of like off to yourself. You're kind of doing your thing, or you and Kazayo have kind of got your own little corner to yourself. Nobody. You know, seems right. too much. You know, until other people want to come along that understand how we are, we're good by ourselves. <laughs> right. you know, there's no disappointment in our corner. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, now, as uh, you've been uh, the newly crowned Midwest champion, it looks like uh, one of your first major contenders for that title is the sensation man himself, a very big pal fan favorite, Mateo Valentine. And you guys have uh, wrestled... You know, faced off with each other before. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, we'll give the kid his due. You know, he came in blazing. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he was he was on fire. And he had a good stretch with Kizile and kind of got his fill, apparently. And now he's just kind of shifted focus over to me. Like, I'm not saying I'm over top on Kizile at all, but like, because uh-huh. I have a belt, <laughs> I have a shiny for you. Mm-hmm. And that's really all I'm using this belt for. It, yeah, it's whatever. I, I earned it. I deserve it. Yeah. I believe that. But at the same time, it's more or less a bobble of man's greed, isn't it? It's everyone wants the belt. Everyone right? wants, well, wants the one. shiny. I got to have the shiny. Come get it, bitch. <laughs> you know? Uh, so, more or less, yeah, I, I, I have a huge piece of bait on the end of my hook now, and mm. I'm going to have people like this coming at me, yeah. and good for him. Well, you guys right now, I mean, uh, he's 0-2 for you, you know, but now uh, he, he is, and if you've noticed yourself uh, record, like the past couple shows, few shows that we've had, Mattel Valentine, seems like he's starting to get aggravated because he's, he's starting it, to get shortchanged you know yeah, shortchanged dude. with the you know the uh, uh when they was in the bid for the heavyweight title and, right uh now he feels like he's getting shortchanged he's starting <laughs> to get a little bit of an attitude you know i'm so. loving it you know why that means i'm getting to him Keep it coming. Yeah. I want to see how ugly you can get. I don't care about the beauty in life. I want to see how bad it can get. Mm-hmm. I want to take the cover girl and bring her right down into the gutter. And for me, Mateo is that cover girl. Think right. about it. People instantly love that kid. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He comes out very flamboyant, very much a show person. Mm-hmm. Awesome, right? Now I'm dragging you down into grime with me. <laughs> Like that's your home. That that, that that right there, that that is my end game. I'm building my army, yeah. and it ain't gonna be with cover girls. Okay, <laughs> it's gonna be with the causes C list on a Thursday night. Yeah. All right, it's gonna be stab wounds and missing eyes. Uh, actually, when uh, you guys are uh, gearing up for this, we've seen this in Lakemore. You had a little bit of an indi- addition to your entrance persona. Are we going to see that again anytime soon? Because that really struck with the crowd. Like, yeah. oh my goodness, what is he coming out with? Oh, uh, that was the first. I'm going to tell you, honestly, that was the first for me to see something like that. Oh, uh, you're referring to the uh, the Sinister sti- the yeah. sinister Sisters. Excuse yes. me, I still got yeah. bugged legs in my teeth. Um, those, again, I said macabre is for the children. Yeah. And my congregation welcomes them. If there is a kid that feels out of place... They have a place with me. <laughs> if you want to dress like Halloween 365, come find me. We can do that. Find Every week I get to dress up for Halloween. It ain't it ain't a game. I, I'm not I'm taking my makeup off when I am at a wrestling show. Right. All right. For me, I'm letting my true person shine mm-hmm. through. And luckily I have some very like minded up and coming uh young talents, hopefully. We'll see what they can be yeah. uh crafted into right uh definitely at lakemore it was something that i have i have never seen yeah before. i uh i introduced the crowds, them and definitely caught the crowd's attention yeah i uh, was kind of a little <laughs> scared offish when i uh brought them out to the ring to uh, introduce them as sinister sisters so uh, you did great at it. You, you did great you did just what you needed to do stay out of the way uh no it was fantastic it was a great point of pride for me to yes. have uh them involved because there was a handful of other kids, mm-hmm. little girls there as well, who the look on their face 
looking at them uh-huh. was nothing short of spectacular. Yeah. The the repulsion, the the fear, and and they're throwing and you had them throwing out dead dead roses. I believe it was they brought the roses. They brought them. That to me, I mean, <laughs> what they told me was a rose for every funeral. They said something along those lines, and I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> I didn't know they were going to be marking people that day, but. Uh, yeah. Hopefully all is well. We still need to sell tickets, so we can't be killing everyone off. Uh, but they'll get, they'll figure that out later. You know, for right now, they're just having a great time. Yeah. You know? um, and again, that is uh, something that you have been able to bring out that no one else has. So, mm-hmm. you know, props to you for that. I mean, trust me, I uh, will definitely keep my distance if I see them again. Oh, you for know, sure. They, oh, they're sweet. Creepy little kids. <laughs> They're sweet. They got bugs in their hair and dirt on their dress, but they're sweet. They're, they're good. Um, outside of the wrestling world, uh, what strikes your interest? I did kind of hear through the grapevine you are like a uh, horror buff. Uh, you like the scary things in life. Uh, what uh, else yeah. uh, besides wrestling? Uh, outside of the wrestling world, uh, what can we find Tommy McCobb dabbling in? Uh, it really is that. It's art. Um, I love art. Um, painting. I love the horror. You're not going to really see me doing too many beautiful grassy knolls or <laughs> happy trees, even though, you know, Bob Ross is, you know, he was huge for me as a kid, but I went beyond, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, uh, I like doing, uh, kind of some bizarre type of art and, uh, okay. horror movies, the way you and Scott Spade are with wrestling are, it's how I, my knowledge is with horror movies. So if nice. you ever want to, a good recommendation. <laughs> Anyone can hit me up and ask me, hey, I'm in the mood for awful, weird, right. so-and-so XXX things. I'll point you in the right direction. That's, that, I, you know, that's, so, uh, so the connoisseur of the horror uh, the horror flicks and all that, I'll throw a horror flick out there at you. Uh, classic, Night of the Living Dead. It's a, one of my top-tier movies of all time. Oh. Absolutely. I got to uh, actually meet George Romero a couple times. Okay. Uh, George Romero, for anyone listening, is the man who made Night of the Living Dead. If you like anything to do with a zombie, you owe everything to him because uh-huh. he didn't create zombies, but he brought them into the zeitgeist. He right. made them gotcha. what they are today, right. flesh-eating ghouls. Um, I, I always called him Grandpa George. There's, <laughs> there's a couple times, uh, if you guys want to get in a quick you know, uh-huh. anecdote about it, uh, I'm kind of a, a nerd for horror, like I said, right. and I go to conventions and stuff like that, and uh, you know they always have these, in reality, C-list ce- yeah. celebrities, but uh, nerds like us, they're top tier. So uh, George Romero's always like, right. I mean, he's the king. He is the king. And there was a couple times where like, being a younger fella, I didn't have money to pay for the uh, extravagance of a premium experience to meet him and get all this stuff. But I've run into him. And I've also made friends with people that were managing with him just by chance. Right. So there was a couple times where, like, I just was allowed to come into a place I wasn't supposed to be. Right. But I got to meet George. And does that matter to that guy? Not at all. He's just happy that you acknowledge him yeah. and right. his work. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's really the beauty. And that, that, you know, that's what art is all about is, like, thanks for looking. You know, thanks for taking a minute. Oh, nice. Yeah, so. We'll talk about art. You've got a lot of art on you. Sure, sure. There could always be more. <laughs> talk about that. Let's talk about some of the tattoos that you got on you. Like, I see you got one on the back of your head here. Or, uh, yeah, you know, like, yeah. On the one side, I just got a goat skull. That's just so I stopped being invited to things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> being invited. And uh, on the other side, there is a, uh, it's, it's a, uh, a, a famous piece of art that's uh, the fall of Lucifer. Okay. It was important to me because I cannot stand control. I can't stand any kind of rule. Right. I can't stand someone lording over me in any capacity. It, for being so big, I do have a bit of a little man complex in that right. way where mm-hmm. you think you're better than me, huh? Right. Cool. Bang. That's, you know. Uh, so the story of Lucifer and his. Uh, self-rejection of heaven and everything is kind of important to me. I like that one. I think that's like the only tattoo I have that has any kind of story to it. The rest is just like gnarly shit that I like. So, you know, I got the alien from Simpsons on me. I got, you know... You got Danny DeVito. got Danny DeVito holding a knife. Yeah, right. right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Is that what that is? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The Rambo DeVito. Frank, Frank, are you just telling the story of Rambo is your life again? No, I did that. That was me. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, so I like some goofy stuff. I got Frankenhooker on the inside of my arm. You know, she's holding her own head there, like pinup style. And a lot of tattoos I did on myself, too. And because, you know, why not be a garbage person? Yeah, I got and, one uh, from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you let me yeah. stick you. Yeah. That's good. Oh, no, I You know. <laughs> no, that's uh, something else, especially like, you know, with the horror, because, you know, you got a lot of. Uh, like the B films out there, sure. which yeah. uh, to me, the ones that I have seen were seemed more cheesier yeah. than than scary. <laughs> you know the way they're shot, the way the acting, and all that. I mean, a good B film horror flick. What would you recommend? B film horror flick is always going to be my go to. It's going to test your metal to see if you actually want to be a part of this. Okay, but it is Toxic Avenger. Toxic Avenger. I've heard people talk about it. I got him tattooed right there, too. Um, <laughs> Toxic Avenger. It is a 90-pound weakling that gets bullied and falls into a drum of toxic waste and becomes a superhuman hero monster. Oh, he's wow. bubbly and he's gross and he, you know, he's <laughs> eats light bulbs and, you know, he's, but he goes around <laughs> killing bad guys with a mop. Because he was a janitor in real life right, and, okay. you know, they... Uh-oh like a vigilante yeah yeah yeah, pretty much he's an anti-hero he's uh, originally called the monster hero in the movies so uh, you know he's stuff like that you want to start at a place there's a good place to start let's see what your stomach's all about (laughs) that's the horror side of what was that the Charles Bronson movies Death Wish or something yeah yeah yeah, absolutely he's just shooting everybody Uh it's all about revenge (laughs) you know hey low life yeah Hey, do you believe in God? Well, yes, I do. You're about to meet him. <laughs> What's cooler than that? Yeah. Nothing. You know, that's good times. I like that. Oh, my God. Oh, uh. yes. It, definitely uh, the character of your own. I definitely give you props on that. Thank you. Your, and your arsenal, too, uh, I have noticed, has uh, picked up with a lot of a lot more bigger power moves. I mean, and you are one of the few guys that will leave your feet. You know, uh, you, you do... Throw that little drop kick in there every once in a while. You have finished people off with the falling head, but now it's this new, like this clubbing fist that you come yeah. down with now. Yeah. I mean, your arm is way back, and as you're coming down, I just, how did you discover that? That's the coffin nail right there, buddy. That's the last one. That, mm-hmm. that, um, you know, it always just kind of made sense to me. Like, what is my number one asset? Yeah. It's my weight. Yeah. Why would I not hurl that as fast and as hard as I could at somebody? Right. Let my body do the damage for me. Uh, again, studying, yeah, watching, seeing what works. Bionic elbows. Right. Nothing. I mean, nothing beats the classics. You know, a good punch to the face or head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Really, you know, it, it, it tells the whole story right it, there. It it, it does. Uh, like he says, uh, you thrown drop kicks you have thrown shoulder tackles you have thrown elbows and that's one of the things like says in your repertoire you're not using all of them you know you you've got certain ones and you know which ones to use when timing and opportunity that's my whole thing but like i said that that finishing move that you've come up with with that I says you call it the coffin nail. I think that's an appropriate term <laughs> for it. Yeah, it that uh, seems that's like the it. end of everything, right there. <laughs> or know? the last nail, or something. Because mm-hmm. I tell you, that is uh, a move. When I seen you do that and come off that rope and uh, deliver it, uh, that that was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Trog was the last one to get that one, and yeah. I, I got to say that one. I, I almost felt bad. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I'm lying. I didn't. Uh, the guy's head is made out of granite. I'm not like. Come on. Um, Oh, but yeah, no. Well, you know, uh, you know, Trog has you know been around, and he was one of the big men you have faced. And uh, uh, again, you know, you are proving why you are the Midwest uh, champion right now. And I think it's going to be a very hard task for anyone that wants to take that belt off your shoulder. I think they definitely can have their hands full. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's, uh, absolutely. I mean, I'm gonna, I thank you for the compliment. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best to hold on to it like i said it keeps bringing opportunity to me right. and uh i'm gonna do what i can with that uh i kind of like to creep up on it you know i've been i've been going for a little bit now and 
Uh, no one really likes to pay attention the whole time, do they? <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> MFers knocking at your door now, ain't he? Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, and like I said, you'll have your opportunity uh, our next uh, coming show in Fox Lake on the 7th, October 7th. Make sure you get them tickets uh, because they are gearing up for WrestleRage, and uh, you don't want to miss what's getting ready to come out of this. And I'll tell you what, we'll talk about the roster here a little bit. Jimmy Blaze taking on Moondog Murray, which there has been a little bit of controversy because he originally got knocked out in the tournament, but then Moondog Murray offers him another shot. What are your thoughts on that? Well, good for Moondog. I think uh, I've had my, my spats with him. I've gone against him. Uh, I've had some wins. He's had a win. Uh, he's a strong kid. He's coming up. I think that he is making the right moves and taking the right paces and proven that he is someone to be, you know, regarded right as a professional oh yeah as a fighting champion absolutely because uh the biggest uh person that uh really complained about that was you know chris hedford and his uh, (laughs) go figure yeah go figure i mean uh, the the baby's crying again get him his bottle (laughs) christ's sake man all right so uh, sorry that's your baby but uh if anyone should know you should know (laughs) i don't have to tell you nothing Yeah, well, you know, we'll touch, since you made that little comment, we'll uh, we'll touch base on uh, the reckoning here real quick. Sure. Uh, matter of fact, uh, tag team championships are on the line. Uh, were the IPA, you know, uh, Meat Hooks O'Bannon, Gavin O'Reilly taking on Sean Priest, which is a little bit on the voodoo side, sure, and sure. Acid Jazz, which is you don't know how he's going to come out one day to the next, I, yeah. and so forth. With obviously Chris Hedford of the reckoning. Absolutely. Um... Uh, I want to like their little group of misfits they put together there. Uh, I I wish them the best. I hope they can snag those titles so me and Kizal can grab them from them. It's a chain of, you know, there's there's events here. I'm I'm looking to the future. Go ahead, win those titles. Hopefully they'll change hands again. Who knows? Right. Um, Pretty much if they stay in their lane, you'll stay in yours. We can all live side by side if you so choose. <laughs> Everything can be fine. Will it? I don't know. Well, what are you going to do? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, your uh, tag team partner, uh, Kazayo, taken on Eric Freedom. We've seen this before. Uh, we'll s- hopefully see it again. I love watching that. You know, it's watching Kyle move, Kazayo, whatever he wants to be called today. I don't know. Like, I have a hard time keeping grips on that kid myself, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Watching him work, man, it's it's a thing of beauty, you know. He's he's another one. It's like don't don't take your eye off of that kid because no, he'll not. do anything he can to draw your attention back and prove to you why you should have never stopped looking in the first place. Uh, right, and you, you know, know he's for, a maniac for being a uh, second generation wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has really come a long way, and all the information that he is. You know, Especially considering the first yeah. generation, he had to overcome that. Yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> <And>, you <laughs> doing? <laughs> uh, hey. hey. Always the heel that I am. I do love Trevor, though, so it's all right. Yeah, well, I tell you what. Um, I, won't I really slack, thought though. you guys were going to burn that robe that one time in uh, Fox Lake. I was ready. Oh, I bet you were. You had lighter in hand. There, there's there's, there's the slight difference between me and Kizile. He'll, he'll, he still holds on to a sentimentality mm-hmm. and lets it affect him negatively, I believe. But, you know, for me, again, emotions are... Long, a long way off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Chicago, it. Chicago known Acid and Paulie Tomaselli teaming up, and they gave themselves the name of Death Grip, Death taking Grip. on Jason Dukes and another diabolical person that kind of like runs down your line, Tyler Sullivan again with Chris Hedford. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like okay, All let's right. see, let's see what happens. I love it. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's a couple of odd pairings, in my opinion, but I, I like that. I like the, the chaos of that. I want to see, you know, Tomaselli's no slouch in any capacity. Yeah. Uh, he's proven that time and time again. I want to see that happen. I want to see the craziness involved with that. Uh, you're talking Tyler Sullivan. Yeah, I mean, it's still... I want to take that kid out for a milkshake is what I want to do, you know? <laughs> Some ice cream. Yeah, he, he's he's a he's a whack job and a half. And uh, you know what? I just want to have a nice little sit down. You know. Oh, 
And uh, uh, last but I guess not least, Logan Steele with Chris Hedford taking on Hunter Payne. And uh, the last time these two met, uh, it didn't end well for Logan Steele. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at Hunter, the guy's built like a human shark. You know, he's just yeah. like, he's hard yeah. to look at head on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you be able to find any amount of confidence? I've been there. Yeah. Uh, he picked me up like a rag down, slammed me to the earth. Yeah. And, uh, that, I'm not used to that. No. Okay. Uh, like, <laughs> I, well, yeah. I believe in Logan Steele, though. I really do, because, uh, yeah, there's something in that boy's eyes. Something not right. And I think he needs to tap into whatever that is and quit trying to be Mega Man and just, like, be that guy, you know? Well, he definitely has the potential. Uh, obviously, he was with Powell 10 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, actually. And uh, tag team champions with uh, GQ, Yanni. And then also a brief stint as Powell heavyweight champion. Yeah. So he, he does have the credentials, but... He took that time off. Now he come back, different look, mm-hmm. bigger guy. Oh yeah. You know, From what I hear, much bigger. bigger. I wasn't very familiar with him. But, I mean, that was before my uh-huh. fan fanship. But uh, you know, the guy's strong as an ox. Yes. And uh, if he can just put a point on that and start honing it in on whoever wants to face him, I think you know <laughs> that guy's gonna go somewhere. So. Absolutely, and that's like our road to Wrestle Rage, which is leading up to Wrestle Rage, and. So far, uh, it is going to be one of these shows that, as I'm seeing now, now, front row reserved, sold out. Second row reserved, sold out. Yeah, how about it? You know, Brower House, we turned around, we <laughs> we packed the place last year. Matter of fact, started the show a little late because we were trying to get everybody in. That was an yeah. issue. Uh, it was... Uh, one hell of a night that night. That was a good problem to have, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yes, oh, it was. was nice. yeah. And uh, again, like right now, uh, as we see, we see Moondog Murray going to take on either Jimmy Blaze or... Uh, actually, I take that back. I'm sorry, fans. Kazaya will be either facing uh, Moondog Murray or, or Jimmy Blaze. Jimmy, Jimmy Blaze. Uh, this would be... Oh, my goodness... A big feather in y'all's cap mm-hmm. if Kazile could actually pull it off and take that heavyweight championship, and then you with the Midwest uh, championship, you guys will pretty much be unstoppable. That'd be yeah. uh, that'd be a pretty picture, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I'll be around. Who knows? You know, you never know when the circus is coming to town. So uh... <laughs> well, I'm sure you would definitely be around. I'll be there. Um, and uh, first ever in Powell Entertainment, uh, Tyson Phoenix, which we just had on uh, the last podcast, and we're going to try to get him back on before Rage again, taking on Hornswoggle from uh, you know former WWE and uh, what a pairing, like yeah, yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm uh, I don't really know those gentlemen at all. I've uh-huh. I've been in uh, Mr. Swoggle's uh, presence a couple times, but he's a busy cat, so I don't want to like jump in and be like hey you need to look at me yeah well that's that's uh, a match you're going to want to watch because oh, it's going to be absolutely i love the banger of a match yeah no you no that. you fellas know how hard it is to do what we do you know mm-hmm. yeah. it, it, not a day goes by where my mortal coil isn't suffering in some way because of, <laughs> of the fights we put in now now add in how difficult it would be at that stature those guys have all I'm as impressed as I could possibly be with a human being uh-huh. when I see the smaller fellas wrestling, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. to do the things they do Hell and yeah. with the certain uh, things that life throws at them anyways, uh, kudos uh, and applause. Oh, absolutely. All the way around. Because I think that shit is killer. Uh, and like I said, that, that's pretty much signed right now. Brothers of Construction is going to be there. Uh, Oof. You know, NWA tag team. Actually, with that being... Uh, kind of horror on you, you know, your side, and now you see the Brothers of Funstruction, which is kind of like the crazy ca- clown type uh, scenario. I mean, what do you think of those characters? I know a juggalo when I see a juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, guys. You guys actually terrify me and stay the hell away from me and my kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, clowns have no choice but to be scary and fall into that realm, yeah. right? Like, everyone hates clowns. No one likes clowns, let's be honest. You know, we uh, society tried pushing clowns at one point, but like, Good God, look at those guys. The things they do, first off, and like just appearance-wise. Like, oh my God, man. <laughs> call, call me a freak show. I don't want to hear about it. Like, <laughs> look at these guys running around. Good Lord. 
but uh, but also this wildly entertaining and the kind of chaos that I do right. really and, enjoy. Uh, so. as, as <laughs> time goes on, we'll find out more. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot more is going to be scheduled for Russell Rage uh, 21 yeah. uh, come uh, our Fox Lake show. Yeah. You know, we are on the road. And then, of course, we always ended off with our Rage reaction for the year. You know, after Russell Rage, and you know, Russell Rage, you can pretty much expect the unexpected. We don't know who's going to show up or do what or anything like that. And uh, what was it last know, year? Rhino showed up, yes, uh, and nobody knew about it. Just showed it, up, and, and he was at uh, Rage Reaction, yeah, fighting for that POW heavyweight title with Max Holiday yeah. at the time. No. Uh, again, Fox Lake, you know, this is how we uh, end off the year, you know, really, you know, really burning it up and so forth. This is a great time of year, you know. It's it's a really easy way for me to get new people in mm-hmm. and enjoy what we do. You know, it's the excitement. All you got to do is you can tell the lay person about it, the uh-huh. person that's not into wrestling, and they're still like, what? You guys do what? And yeah. You're doing what? How much are tickets? Right. You, Got, you, gotcha. Bring that, it in. That, yeah, that is true. Uh, I mean, it, it's good to always try to keep that, uh, you know, get them new fans in and show them what we do and so forth. Hey, it's one of them things that, you know, it's a brotherhood, you know, for all of us. Oh, yeah. And if we could, uh, you know, make people forget about their shit for a while, then that's what we do. Yeah, for sure. We did our job. <laughs> and beyond uh, that, I'm just trying to spread a message, man, and I need a crowd for that, don't I? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Definitely. Well, I tell you what, um, I will. How about we end this off? And now uh, you say about tra- traveling the roads and so forth. I'm sorry, I'm taking a little page out of your uh, you know, questionnaire there, uh, Wrecker. Yeah. Uh, let's end this show off a on a funny uh, road story that you might have had. That, that's not at your stores. expense. How's that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I have one to be honest. Uh, it all seems to be, you know, uh, no. Uh, good, good road stories. I mean, there's there's little nuances to the trips. Uh-huh. Something some people don't appreciate. You know what I? I I like driving by, and I was, is that Jimmy Blaze peeing on the side of the highway? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Holy, okay, cool. Yeah, absolutely, that was. And, uh, all right, so here's one, like, I don't know if anyone thinks it's that funny, but, like, I get a kick out of it because I'm an ass. Uh, we all congregated at a certain breakfast-oriented restaurant okay. in one trip. I'm not naming names because uh, the... Uh, Establishment? The uh, <laughs> statute of limitations isn't up on this yet. Uh-oh. Riker's laughing. I can just imagine where this is going. Uh, this is, you know, I was still pretty fresh in, you know. I was new in and, you know, making these trips. And everyone wants to go to this one particular place that they think is just so great, you know. And I had reservations from the get-go because I'm like, I, I know about this place. This sucks. And... We get there, there's a whole table of us. Granted, it's hard, you know, rush. I've worked the service industry before, you know, for a human job, and it sucks, and there's times are hard. However, there is a level to which my sympathy runs out. All right. We were there, it seems, I don't know, three, four days, how long we were sitting there just waiting, you know. It, it, took, like, like, for it took like friggin 45 ever. minutes to get our food oh, once like, we placed I it. Said, Can I get an orange juice? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So I'm getting fed up with it. Everyone's stuff is coming out at like, you know, you got a whole table of orders. You Like three people get their food. Half an hour later, other people are getting their food. It's just, it's a mess, right? right. And I get this wild hair because like truly I have never grown up. <laughs> past 14 years old right. like that's as old as I ever got we're like I am expected to pay for this I'm going to compensate myself in any way I can if there was something that <laughs> wasn't nailed down it went in my pockets oh no uh, a bottle of honey a bottle of hot sauce silverware a lot of silverware uh, the the little plastic caddy that holds all of your jellies yeah. you know fuck coming with alright <laughs> I'm walking out of there. I'm jingling and jangling. I've got the the little little bathtub looking thing that holds all the sweeteners, the sugars in it. I, I how could you not notice? Is my whole thing. That's on you at a certain point. Um, and I, it, I remember like I had all this crap. It was like a grocery bag full of crap that I managed to get in all my you know pockets. white trash cargo pockets here, and. 
is there, you know, afterwards, like, I'm just going through it all and just, yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. I guarantee there's still a bottle of this particular brand of honey at my grandparents' house because I just gave it, a, like, what am I going to do with this crap? <laughs> Nothing. There was no point to it other than me, like, shove it up yours, okay? So, yeah, so that was good. And then, uh... Is that the same, uh, trip where a certain somebody just started pulling a bunch of fruit, like, out of their... No, no. Okay, so there's there's a couple fellas that used to go up. I mean, okay, all right. I had a I had a name for them. There's uh, I had to share a room with them, and these fellas were of a southern persuasion, even deeper south than Mister Nick is. Uh, oh you know, some you know, maybe okay. if there was a border, they'd be south of that. So they could handle, you know, warm climate, and that's about it. Me, if I'm sleeping, especially in a hotel room, the first thing that happens is that air conditioner gets maxed all the way down. I want icicles, okay? Okay, Scott Spade. All right. Well, there's some other fellows like this, too. You know, I'm a, yeah. I'm a big guy. I need to be com- comfortable. Okay. Yeah. Comfort comes first. And uh, they acquired the name the Chinchilla Brothers from me because I woke up a couple times and the air conditioner wasn't just off. Huh. It was unplugged. Oh shit! So I, I'm sorry, you little lizard people need your terrarium to sleep in. Uh, but you know the larger fellas, the healthy fellas, uh, needed a little more brisk in here. So uh, which one of you goddamn chinchilla boys just unplugged my air conditioner? <laughs> no, no, we were sharing a room, so we had a yeah, room, yeah, right? Yeah. The door was open between the rooms, right. and I wake up to Tom going, "Which one of you chinchilla brothers turned off my air conditioner?" <laughs> That's how I woke up in the morning. <laughs> I'm not a vet. I'm not a shot caller. But however, there are some things that just have to happen. Like I will throw down the hammer of dictation on the air conditioning. So there's that. But like one of these dudes like always had some bullshit like in his bag that he has squirreled away. This guy would take food anywhere he could find it. If it wasn't his, it didn't matter. He just took it and he'd keep it. And squirrel it away in his bag. So like I've seen him like, okay, pull out whole blocks of cheese like a pound block of cheese like what the shit are slices you slices of watermelon okay. slices of mango like fruits <laughs> bags of chips if you get like bags the, uh, like the economy bags. case with like the different the, the cheetos and the ruffles oh. and all. what if it's sitting there <laughs> right in like again just stockpiling this crap so we'll we'll reference back to the burrito story apparently there were some burritos left over Oh, I heard. Yeah, I heard about that one. And somebody was fixing to eat it. Eat it. Okay. And then you knocked it out of somebody's hand. It's a little more complex than that. We're talking these burritos sat in a backpack for like 30 hours. Now you're going to throw these in the microwave. I don't, the iron stomachs on these people. I don't understand. I eat garbage, but God damn, that is garbage. Okay, like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, are those the burritos from yesterday? Oh, yeah, save some of these. Oh, okay. So I let them finish in the microwave. Ding. I pop it open, grab them both, throw them right off the balcony. <laughs> like, I paid for those, and I'm not going to sit here and watch you eat them. All right? There's a free breakfast downstairs. Go. Okay? Like, if that's oh, what you need. Free breakfast. It yeah. was like a bagel and a cream cheese and like. And not a moldy burrito from a backpack that you Can have you your. Have... This guy has his panties on top of his burritos like give me a no not happening not on my time not on my watch all i can picture are these burritos flying off of yeah yeah oh i saw it off of a car yeah no they were were in the parking lot in the parking lot yeah it hit the concrete and just yeah exploded no 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 no, man you know this is america jack we got food don't worry about it oh my goodness yeah so i don't know that yeah that those are little things I do for myself. To me, that's funny to me. And if anyone wants to join in the laughter, please oh do. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, Didn't one of them sleep in the tub full of water? Absolutely. No, no, it was just dry tub. No, 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 he did. He had yeah, take, yeah, no. yeah, He fell asleep in a full bathtub. Jesus Murphy. He gets he gets the water as hot as possible and then falls asleep in the water. Like Again, iguana people, like, just weird. <laughs> How did I get here, you know, type thing? Like, I'm, I'm laying there, like, what is that? And on top of that, just a little, like, side note, like, I was tired, okay? I was very tired. I'm trying to, you know, after partying, after shows and all that, you know, 2, 3 in the morning rolls around. I'm an old fella compared to some of these guys. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for sleep. I can't do the three hours and back on the road thing. And I'm, like, curled up in bed. I'm cocooned up because I got it ice cold in there. 
But then I can hear these two running around giggling. Giggling. <laughs> Tee hee hee type of shit. Like, what? And got the lights aren't on, but I can hear like <laughs> giggling. All right? Like footsteps. Like I'm with kids, like actual kids that won't go to bed. Oh shit! <laughs> so, like, how did I get in this room? What happened? Uh, I pulled the short straw. I remember. I remember paying for that trip. I, not everybody's, but was that my... also the the natty light night? No, the, I wasn't there for the natty oh, uh, natty okay. man right, situation. Yeah. That's a different story. For... Very different. Time. I think that might have been the night that uh, Chris had for your your uh, progeny. Uh, he was just tying it on, and he got into the parking lot, and something, some wild hair grew out of his butt crack, and he grabbed a bottle of horchata and pretty much like did like a discus type thing, and just f you as loud as he could, and chucked the thing sky high, all over the place, and that's when we went. Okay, time to come inside. All right, you've had your fun. So wow, yeah. There's some. There's some. Oh, he never told you of these stories. Oh, yeah. I won't. He doesn't tell me anything. I wonder and what other stories I have about him that you haven't heard that might be worth something to him. I'll have to. <laughs> yeah. I'll have well, to, yeah. okay. I, Maybe we'll be a part two of this. Well, at some you know point. what? There could always be a part two because I tell you what. <laughs> uh, evidently, you know him throwing a a, a booze bottle. Uh-huh. I, I have not heard that one. Like, I have. I've heard the thing of, you know, him <laughs> tying a few things on and eating and. Puking it all up. Yeah, and, I got that like, story too. I was there. Yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, he's uh, he's been known to, you know, tie one on. But, sure, hey, uh, as one does. Sure. I guess that's why I don't drink anymore. I I refuse <laughs> to let those evils in. I, I I know where that goes, and I ain't heading that direction. So, Absolutely. No. Uh, all right. If anybody wanted to hunt you down on uh, social media, where can they find you? They can find my personal uh, page, which usually leads into my uh, wrestling page. Uh, I'm still under Tommy Macabre. Um, I pretty much only go through Facebook now, and wrestling is really the only reason I have Facebook. So there's a duality there. I am on Instagram, but if you try to get a hold of me on there, you're probably not going <laughs> to no have much luck. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a simple, simple dude like that. You know where to find me. I'll, All be, right. I'll be at the show, so get your yeah, ass there. There you go, Power Entertainment. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, anything going on with you, Wrecker, uh, in the meantime before our next show? Uh, nothing really. Nothing going <laughs> on on my way. Just doing podcasts with you, and then we're doing the next yeah, show. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And fans, uh, we do have some lineups. Uh, we, we've we got Mr. Riccolo. We have got wow. Terry Allen. Mm-hmm. We have got uh, Kazile will be coming back. Yeah. Just yeah. to name a few. Uh, and we are definitely gearing up. We're trying to get Rage. Swoggle. We're doing That's our right. best to get Swoggle before uh, Rage here. Mr. Swoggle, if you're hearing us out there, get in touch with uh, Jimmy Blaze. And, uh, you know, let's get you on the uh, show because... Uh, Tyson Phoenix said that he is definitely uh, looking forward to meeting you again. So that is just, um, see how that happens. So uh, we want to thank our sponsors, uh, Powell's favorite attorney, Christopher Hoff. Hoff, Hoff, Hoff. Hoff. Michael Bear Photography and the Lamplighter Bar and Grill in Palatine. So again, fans, get them tickets for Russell Rage. Get them for our next Fox Lake show. Yes, they are going quick. They are going quick. Absolutely. And until next time, fans, thank you very much for listening and your support. And we will talk to you next time.